Welcome to the Collide Kids Podcast, hosted by Kristen Clark. This is a show for kids and families. You are going to meet new people and have fun while you listen. Let's do it! Welcome to the Collide Kids Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Clark. The Collide Kids Podcast is a show for kids and families where we learn together how life and faith collide. I am so glad that you're listening today. If you're new, I would just like to say welcome. I am so glad you're here. And I want to say happy Mother's Day to all the moms and grandmas. Hey, I hope that you will find a way to celebrate the special women in your life that take care of you and take care of others. And if you need a gift idea, here's a hint. Handmade cards and pictures and drawings are always a good idea. Well, since it's Mother's Day, I wanted to have a mom on the show today, and I'm so excited for you to meet my friend Amor. Amor Owens grew up in a home where art, music, and performance were nurtured. She watched her mother perform on stage and television, doing opera and playing in concerts as a classical pianist. Her early training began when her mother taught her music and voice. Amor continued her training and study of the arts and drama throughout high school and college. After college, she taught for many years at Gwinnett County Public Schools and performed in community theater. Amor also worked behind the camera for a local film company as a producer and costume designer. She is currently working as an actress for film, TV, commercials, and theater. She is a mom to a teenager and college student. I'm so excited for you to hear this really encouraging conversation with Amor Owens. Amor, thank you so much for being on the Clyde Kids podcast today. Thank you so much for having me, Kristen. This is exciting. Yeah, and it's, yeah. And, and it's just a few days until Mother's Day, so I want to tell you, happy Mother's Day. Uh-huh. Thank you so much. Yeah, this is so fun. I'm so excited to hear your story today. Will you um, just introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Absolutely. I am happily married. I am a mother to two teenagers. I am a full-time actress. I can say that now. Yeah. I've been working professionally as an actress since 2013. I did start acting way before that, but I got my agent in 2013. I, um, I spent a lot of time just training and continuing to, you know, to work those acting muscles and also being a mom to two Mm -hmm. teenagers. They keep me on my toes (laughs) and making sure, you know, everything that I have a balance between my life and my work. That's awesome. That's good. Um, well, I want to hear all about your acting stuff because it's so awesome. Um, but before we do that, we always like to start out with a joke since this is a podcast for kids. This is my kid's favorite part of the show actually is the jokes part. So what do you got for us today? Okay. Well, You know what makes a joke funny? The timing. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. (laughs) Right? I do. I do have another one. Okay. um, But it involves your participation. Okay. I love that. Okay. Great. Um, Spell spot. S-P-O-T. 
Great. Spell spot again. S-P-O-T. What do you do to green light? <laughs> Go. Oh, no. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, man. I was like, wait, you. But, oh, but, okay, you go. Ah, what is it? That's funny. Now I'm nervous about driving today. <laughs> Just remember. You remember. Go green. <laughs> you go at a green light. Good point. <laughs> so, okay. So tell us about what, how you got started in acting. Cause I know you said you just started full time recently, but what has had, what has it been like? Oh boy. Okay. So, um, my journey really started when I was little, uh, my, my mom was a Renaissance woman. And so I watched her perform on stage. She was an opera singer, a concert pianist wow. and an actress. Yeah. And a doctor of, and a mother to six children. And she's under five feet tall. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> right. I watched her perform and um, every week I would go to either the production studio or the theater and um, just watch her and observe. And she also trained me in um, music and voice when I was little. So I had that, I had that training early on and appreciation for the arts and music and performance early on. And it wasn't until college when I decided, you know, I might wanna check out acting. And so I took an acting class. I was a fine arts major and philosophy and literature major. So uh, I love going, going to the theater. So I decided before I majored in it, I would take an acting class at a studio near my university just to check it out. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I had not a very good teacher, and he was very negative, and, um, and he wasn't very encouraging at all. In fact, he was so discouraging that I – felt deflated and I felt like, okay, maybe this is not my path. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I decided to do fine arts and I went down, um, that path of visual arts. So I did some freelance graphic design and I worked at a art museum and, mm -hmm. and did that, that kind of work. And then, um, I thought I was going to go to law school, but I ended up going to, um, education school. So I got my master's in education and I taught for 16 years for Gwinnett County. Wow. Yeah. But what, what I did was because I love the arts so much is I would infuse drama into my teaching. So when I taught language arts or social studies, I would do historical plays. I would write scripts and have my students do simulations. So I always had it in me. Yeah. Oh, I love teachers like that. That would let us do drama and act out skits and fun things like I love that. So I'm sure your students had a ball. They had a ball and I felt, I felt like history came alive for them and they enjoyed learning it. And I was able to connect language arts with history and we would, you know, take apart plays and historical fiction. So that was enjoyable for me. And then it wasn't until, um, 2010 when one of my teacher friends who was working for a film company, uh, found out that I designed children's clothing. I was just doing it for fun for my own children, for my own kids. Yeah. And I was making clothes for them. I just had fun doing that, designing mm -hmm. clothing. I would take a pattern and I would alter the pattern a little bit 
Um, and then I would make clothes for my kids and I was actually selling that, um, just for fun. And so my friends got wind of that. My friend, my teacher friend got wind of that. And she asked me to do some costume design for a film. And so I remember the first day I got on set and it just felt like home because it reminded me of what it was like growing up with my mom. Yeah. Yeah. So she would perform on television and I would hang out in the TV production studios and watch the cameras and the camera crew work alongside my mom, you know, making sure that the production was going well. And I, I, I remember seeing all that and it was very familiar. So, um, I got the film bug and my friend <laughs> invited me to more of their, um, productions. And so I got involved in the independent shorts that they were doing as a costume designer, set costumer, and then eventually as a producer. So as I was doing that, I met other um, actors and directors along the way, and they were encouraging me to perhaps pursue acting again and be in front of the camera. Yeah. And then in 2011, I met my acting teacher, Sandra Dorsey, who was the complete opposite of the acting teacher who I met in college. And she, she was um, very instrumental in getting me to fall in love with the craft mm-hmm. and drama and um, introduced me to Stanislavski, the method, and the whole history of the group theater and falling in love with, with plays and performing that on stage. And so my passion for that started to grow. And I have been training ever since nonstop. Yeah. And I really believe that when, you know, when God has a calling on your life, even though you come upon obstacles in your life, it'll, it'll find you. (laughs) So I came full circle and, um, you know, if it's for you, if it's a purpose that God has for you, you will find a way back on that path. And that's exactly what I feel like God is doing with me. He's, he's reawakening that side of me that has always been in me. And so um, I've been trying to be a good steward of that by training and just being disciplined and um, pursuing that and, and working every day at it and keeping myself healthy, making sure my instrument is, is, you know, tuned up. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, fast forward, I got an agent in 2013. I'm with J purpose talent agency and they have opened up so many opportunities for me to audition for films and television shows. And as you know, Atlanta has a lot of production going on right now. Right. And so I've been able to, um, been fortunate enough to be cast in some of these television shows here in Atlanta, as well as film. So I've been doing that pretty seriously since 2013. Yeah, that's amazing. And I love that part of your story is that you had a teacher that invested in you and encouraged you and really pulled something great out of you. You know, that's what a good teacher should do, right? I agree. I agree. And I, you know, even though she's retired, I um, still stay in touch with her. And in fact, um, on my way to set, I I had booked something out of New York City on a show called FBI Most Wanted. Mm -hmm. And on my way there, as I was being shuttled to set, she called me out of the blue. I I had not seen her in several 
several years, I think yeah. maybe four years. And she called me and I was able to tell her, you know, what was going on. And I was on my way to set and I just was able to thank her for her oh. influence. Yeah. It was, That's it was amazing. That's so cool when you get to do that, when you get to like reach out to that person and let them know what they did for you. Yes, for sure. Very cool. So, okay. So I have seen you on a lot of different things. Can you share some of the different shows or movies you've been a part of? Okay. I work from, um, from the present backwards. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> okay. So the most recent show that, um, that just aired actually is FBI Most Wanted. So that's on CBS right okay. now. And I'm a guest star on that. Uh, I played a mom. Um, and I got to use my Tagalog cause I'm, I forgot to tell you I'm Filipino. I okay. was born in Manila. And so I still speak Tagalog, which is my native language. Oh, awesome. So how would yeah. you say hello in Tagalog? Kamustaka. Kamustaka. Oh, I love that. That's such a fun <laughs> way to say hello. Oh my gosh. Okay. It sounds very similar to Spanish, like como estas, but it's kamustaka. Um, and then also was in WandaVision. Have you seen yes, WandaVision? Yes, I saw you in WandaVision. <laughs> oh, Wanda, okay, I'm a big Marvels fan. So I was, I was so excited when WandaVision came out on Disney Plus. And then I, I was like, I know her. I know her. <laughs> fun fact about that. I could not talk about it for an entire year. Yeah, my so family. Secretive. It was so, yeah. I had to sign an NDA, and of course, I respect all that. So I, my kids didn't even know what really? show. Right, and they were so secretive about it that I myself didn't even know the entire story until the episodes came out, and I was following along with everyone else. As oh, to how wow. the story, yeah, as to how the story was unfolding, and um, and then things started to make sense to me <laughs> as it was making sense to you. <laughs> that is hilarious that you didn't even know what you were really doing when you were in the, when you were filming it. You had no idea, and then you had to watch it with the rest of us. Right, I knew enough to to do what I had to do, and they told me just enough to get what they needed. And the whole time, you know, I was working with Vision, Paul Bettany, one of my favorite actors in the entire universe. He's wonderful. He's a wonderful human being, very kind. And, um, and the whole time I wanted to ask so many questions because the showrunner was there too. And I didn't even know what questions to ask because I didn't all, you know, I asked them just enough to get me doing my job. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that was, that was very exciting. That's cool. Yeah. And then um, I also am in Cobra Kai. I played, uh, yeah, I played Astrid on Cobra Kai. Have you seen it? Yes. So good. I love that show. I love the whole nostalgia of the 80s. Yes. It's like celebration of the 80s and then kind of watching this one character still kind of stuck there, you know, (laughs) you can't get out of it. Yeah, that was that was a dream come true. Meeting William Zabkin, being on a on a scene, a dating scene with him, yes. <laughs> because you know I'd grown up with Karate Kid, and I was obsessed with that movie. Um, so got I got to meet him. I, he was also a lovely human being, very fun to work with. Um, and then also was a guest star in NCIS New Orleans that aired um, during pre-pandemic 2019. Okay. 
I was on that one. And also I made a brief appearance on the film called Irresistible that was written and directed by Jon Stewart. It had Steve Carell in it, Rose Byrne. Have you seen okay. that? Movie? No, I've, I've seen the advertisement for it, but I haven't seen it yet. It looks really good though. It's funny. You got to see it. Okay. I will. I will. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm on other shows. I mean, I could just, I'm on IMDb. So you could probably see through, um, through the list of credits that I have, but I, I will say I play a lot of doctors. So I was in the resident okay. and, um, I was a doctor on dynasty and I was also a doctor on being Mary Jane. Okay. So it's like, and, and your mom was a doctor, right? So is this kind of a carryover from that? <laughs> I think so. In some ways, I think I was channeling her. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's yeah. amazing. What's been your favorite? Um, like the one that you've just really enjoyed the most? Okay. So this is, this is where I feel like um, I'm, I have an opportunity to share my faith struggle mm -hmm. and also how that clinging to God's word has really helped me build confidence and that confidence coming from Christ. And I believe that that confidence that's in me, that's on built on Christ has really helped me enjoy my work. Yeah. Uh, one example I, I can share with you uh, was an experience I had on set recently in New York city for FBI most wanted. Um, Prior to even booking that role, I was in New York waiting for um, <clears throat> a callback for another show, and I didn't get cast for it, but I told my manager that I was going to stay put because of the travel restrictions, and, um, and she said, fine, you know, if, if any other auditions come through, I'll let you know. So one of my neighbors uh, emailed me just out of the blue. Mm -hmm. She's a pastor's wife, and um, her name's Jenny. And she emailed me. She remembered a conversation we had at the fire pit. And she said, you know, I remember you said you're going to be in New York City for um, auditioning for a role. And every time I think about you, I just want you to know that I'll be praying for you that you get a, that perfect role that's just right for you. Oh, yeah. And I thought, how sweet, right? Yeah. And so I said, I thanked her. And I told her I would keep her updated. Well... The very next day, I get this um, audition invitation for this particular role, which was so perfect for me. Wow. It was for a Filipino mom with a teenage daughter and can speak some Tagalog. And That's I thought, you. Wow. What? <laughs> okay. It should just have my name on it, my social security number. <laughs> you know, it was perfect. And I thought, what were the odds of me getting this audition? And so, you know, of course, you know, I worked on it, um, gave it my best, turned it in. I try not to think about it too much, but the whole time I was thinking, you know, this is every good thing comes from above. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I, I'm just going to be so grateful for this opportunity. And prior to even getting that, I had been really during the pandemic, just really spending time with the Lord every morning and his word and journaling about truths about God, because sometimes in this business, you, you can get really um, beat down. Mm -hmm. you, you get a lot of rejections and you start to doubt yourself and your abilities. You start to compare yourself to other people and, you know, on Instagram or on social media, you see other people booking and you're 
wondering why not me? You know, why am mm-hmm. I not booking that? And so you can really go down that downward spiral of thinking. And so instead of going there, um, I decided, you know, every morning I'm just going to give God my first 10% of my day and just do that. And, and so I was doing that, I was journaling. And what I discovered was that the less of me and more of God, that my trust in God and how big he is and how good he is really carried me through that dark times. And so when this audition and this opportunity came about, I was so confident in that and resting my mind and my heart and my spirit on the Lord and, mm. and the beautiful blessings that he has given me. I just saw little miracles along the way. Yeah. There's so much that happens. And before you even book anything, it's like winning the lottery. There's so many actors out there. And the fact that we even get invited to audition for something is already a miracle. Mm-hmm. And so I, I even share this post that, you know, every every time something could happen, like me getting to the taping studio on time without any, you know, obstacles in my way, I get there on time. And just every little thing that happened was a small miracle in and of itself. Yeah. Even the email from Jenny, you know, the fact that someone is praying for me in Atlanta and I'm in New York City, that's I'm so grateful. So, and because of that, I was so aware of God's presence. And um, when I got the offer, when I got the offer that I booked it, and it was for a guest star, that in itself was a huge miracle because that is really hard to get. And so I get to set, and it was, I would have to say, this was the first time where I just felt so. I felt God's presence and I felt so confident that he was there with me. He's there with us all, all the time. Right. But my awareness was so in tune and so sensitive, but uh, with his presence that I just was very um, relaxed and present. And because of that, I was able to, to do my job confidently. And I was able to love on the people who were there. And I was so grateful for, for them helping me with every little thing, you know, from the production assistant that got me to step, people tested me, the people, um, even my, even the series regular. So I was working with um, Kellen Lutz and um, Julia McMahon and Talia Toria, who was, who played my daughter. They were all so generous and wonderful and sweet. And Carlos Bernard, my director, he's an actor's director, and he was just so lovely to work with. We all just worked and collaborated so well. That's awesome. Yeah. So I would have to say to date, that was probably my favorite, the, my favorite experience on set, because I think that was, I was the most present, not that I wasn't present in my other roles, but, but I was so aware of the blessings that was on my life at that moment in time Yeah, that I was able to enjoy it fully. I love that. I think I think when, like you said, when we give God that time of each day to spend time with him, then it just gives us that confidence. It's not confidence in ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's confidence in who he is and he's gifted Correct. us and given us the ability and given us the opportunity. So you were just living out that God confidence, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it was a wonderful experience. <laughs> That's very cool. So how do your kids... Um, do they like to do performance type things? Like, are they into the arts and acting and things like that? 
Yes, uh, my my son, I would have to say, is would be the actor because he has done plays and he has been on stage performing. Um, he's also a violinist. He's wonderful wow. at playing the violin and he has performed in front of an audience numerous times and he does it so well with no stage fright. Still wow. mind-boggling <laughs> to me. And I, I remember one time he asked me when he was about 10, he said, mommy, what is stage fright? And I thought, okay, <laughs> that's amazing. He didn't even know what it was. <laughs> no, he didn't. I thought, oh, I'm so jealous. I, I wish, <laughs> yeah. you know, I wish I had that uh, innocence right now. Um, and so he, he would, I would have to say he's the actor musician. My daughter is more behind the scenes person. She's very creative. She's in fact in a program at Belmont University in audio and video production. Cool. She has a knack for that. Um, so she's studying music business and uh, audio video production and she's creating um, music videos right now for her friends and she's doing some graphics for that. And uh, she just has that gift, you know, and she's a visual yeah. artist as well. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. I mean, since it's Mother's Day, I'm thinking about like what it's like to be a mom. You're talking earlier about a balance. What do you think that looks like? I think, you know, having priorities and putting God as your top priority and um, family. I think when you have your priorities in place, then the way you manage your time reflects that. Mm -hmm. So for me, you know, God is always at the core of everything I do. Um, you know, we talk about seeking wisdom. And so when I'm in God's word, I'm seeking for wisdom and discernment as to you know, what is important, what is in God's heart and what is important to him. And I know that, that family is very important to God. Mm -hmm. And so I try to guard my time with my family as best as I can. And before I do any projects, I consult with my husband and I talk to my kids and I, and I make sure that everything is taken care of before, if, before I leave, let's say for a weekend or a week for a job you know, maybe a job in New York city. That has, that's a recent thing too, mm -hmm. um, that I decided to pursue other markets because it's a time where, you know, my daughter's in college and my, my son is, um, going into 11th grade in the fall. So, um, I felt like this could be a time to try out a different market to see mm -hmm. if I could go New York, Atlanta and travel back and forth. And, you know, there's, um, there's a verse, there are actually a couple of verses that I wanted to share. And there's one in Proverbs 16, 9, where it says, a man's heart plans his course, but the Lord determines his steps. Mm -hmm. So we can do the best planning, but I leave it up to the Lord. And I ask for his wisdom and discernment along the way as to what's best yeah. for, for the family and what, you know, what is pleasing to him. And so I take that into account. and then. Um, you know, I think it's a day by day thing as well. I just want to make sure that my intention and my motivation is well grounded and that it's, um, that's in line with God's priorities and, and my priorities that's in line with God's priorities. So, um, another verse I wanted to share too, that is a guiding principle in my life is, um, Psalm 37, four, where it says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And so when, when I delight in what pleases the Lord, that helps me 
you know, live my life day to day in a way that is in line with his purpose for me. Mm -hmm. Because the world can really pose as a distraction to that, especially when you're, let's say, during dark times, when I'm doubting myself. Um, it's so easy to get caught up in that, uh, that game, mm -hmm. you know, that the world, the world has something better to offer you. Not that, you know, not that the stuff that the world has for us is bad, but I always think, you know, the good gets in the way of what's best. And yeah. so I always ask that question, what is best? I know what's good and I know what's bad, but what is best? Yeah. I, yeah, totally. And I think too, yeah. I think it's really good for our kids to see us doing things that we are passionate about or things that we're good at. There is that balance of, we want to do, like you said, exactly what you said to keep our priorities about our, about God and our families, mm -hmm. but then also that recognizing that God's given us something that we are to share with others and yes. we have to live that out. So I think that's so, that's so good. You know, that's why I believe that having, um, having faith, uh, having faith in someone bigger than you, having faith in God, you know, and, and knowing that you are enough, that I am enough and that he has equipped me with everything I would ever need. Um, I remember it, it reminds me of that story in Exodus, um, uh, I want to make sure I get their names right. <laughs> um, Bezalel and Aholiab, I think that's their name. But they, God had gifted them with every talent and skill that they needed to be skilled craftsmen. Mm -hmm. And um, I keep thinking that. I think if this is my calling in my life, that God has equipped me with everything I need. And so my mm -hmm. job is to be a good steward of that and, and hone that and train that. And, um, and right now in the season of my life as an artist, I'm also teaching acting to teens now. And so I oh, have, that's cool. yeah, I want to be able to inspire the next generation of artists and be able to, to help and mentor them through this, um, to find, to help them find their calling, to help them hone those gifts and talents that my, that my wonderful teacher helped me with. Yeah. So, um, because you know, you need people, you need people in this industry to help support you to overcome some of those mental and emotional obstacles along the way. For yeah, sure. for sure. And that was going to be my next question. Okay. So for those kids or families that are listening right now and they're interested in being an actor or getting into that, what would you say to them? What would you encourage them to do? I would say to, to try, to try to audition for a play at your school yeah, or even community theater to take lessons to take acting classes. Um, and I know several organizations that do that and I'm doing that. I do one-on-one -on -one and I do small group classes as well. Mm -hmm. um, so taking some classes and just trying to get your feet wet and, and try to see what this is about. The whole point of um, discovering the artist in you is being self-aware, like knowing who you are mm -hmm. as a human being, um, what you what you have to offer as an artist right now, your experiences, your likes, your dislikes, your passions, all of that is involved in a performance. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like you just become a character. Parts of you go into the character that you play. So um, you 
you, like, let's say you want to be an actor, right? Mm -hmm. Kristen. So everything you bring to the table is enough right now. So I tell my, I even tell my son, I said, if you're interested in this, continue to audition for those plays that you have in the high school, continue to do your music Mm -hmm. because everything that you like, like he loves music. So I said, continue doing that. That's part of the creative process. Mm-hmm. Your, vo- your voice is your in- part of your instrument, keeping your body in shape. That is your whole instrument that you bring to your performance. Um, I, take, I still take vocal lessons. I still take movement classes. And you know, I, even though I teach acting, I still take acting classes to keep myself sharp. Yeah, always learning. That's so good. Yes, yes. So continue to be a lifelong learner in this craft. I love that. Um, okay. So before we sign off, I always like to ask my guests to share a memory from when they were a kid. So do you have a memory you want to share with us today? I do. I do. This, it was fun going down memory lane and remembering this particular moment in time when I was in second grade. Okay. Okay. So my school it was a Catholic school. We had a bingo raffle night they were selling tickets for some of the prizes that they had. And I had my eyes set on um, these four lovebirds in this white gilded cage. <laughs> and I, I wanted them so badly. So I bought myself a ticket and I still remember the number of the ticket. It was a red ticket and it had the numbers nine, four, one, one, two. And okay. um, so they were calling out every, you know, every, after they did the bingo thing, they would call out, a new ticket for a prize. And um, an hour into this whole night, I thought, well, you know, probably not going to win anything. So I memorized my ticket, stuffed it in my overalls. I was walking out of the auditorium and I was about to open the exit door. And I heard, I heard the priest say, and the winning ticket is nine, four, one, one, two. And I looked up and I looked at my ticket and I remember running down the aisle, <laughs> jumping onto the stage, and I gave him my ticket, and I said, what did I win? And he says, the four lovebirds. <gasps> oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, it was the best day of my life. And he said, um, come with me. We'll go get the bird seed in my office, and you can take them home. Oh, I, I will never forget that moment. <laughs> that is amazing. And how long did you keep those birds? You know, I think I kept those birds for several months and then we had to leave the Philippines to move to the United States. Oh, no. I know. So my cousin, who was left behind, took care of them along with my other animals. I, had, I loved pets, my pets. I had so many pets. <laughs> I, had like, I had like five dogs and one of them had a litter of 15 puppies. Oh, I wow. Had a, yeah. I had two baby chicks, a turtle, some goldfish, four lovebirds. <laughs> <laughs> and a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is amazing. That is such a fun story. I'm, and I'm so glad you won. That's so fun. I know. That's, <laughs> the best day. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate you doing this and sharing all about your story. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. That was fun. That was so fun. I just loved learning about 
the actor's world and all the things that they have to go through to be that. You really do have to have endurance and passion for acting if this is something that you want to do. I love when she talked about giving God her first 10% of her day. That's such an interesting thing to think about. She said, less of me and more of God. And then our trust in God and how big he is and how good he is, knowing that and understanding that is what is going to carry you through whatever tough time or situation you're facing. And she was able to see all the different miracles in her life of what God was doing because she had given God 10% of her day. I just love that. And I love when she said that good sometimes gets in the way of what is best. So it's so important to spend time with God and then he will help you keep your priorities in the right place. So good. Well, now it's time for the kids only segment. This is the part of the show where kids just like you get to be on the podcast. So I'm really excited to introduce you to my friend, Claire. Hi, my name's Claire and this is my joke. So you have three things, a piano, a tuna, and glue. So what can you do with the piano and the tuna? Well, you can tune a piano, but you can't piano a tuna. Now, what about the glue? I knew you'd get stuck on that one. (laughs) I did get stuck on that one. (laughs) And it's so true that you can't piano a tuna. That's good. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Thanks, Claire. Well, I'd love to hear your favorite joke or maybe an encouraging quote that you like from a book, or maybe you have a Bible verse you want to share. You can send those to me through my social media pages. I'm on Facebook at the Collide Kids Podcast or on Instagram at Collide Kids Pod. I also have a new website, the Collide Kids Podcast.wordpress.com, where you can find more information about my guests and information about how you can be on the podcast. I'd also love it if you subscribe and follow this podcast so that new episodes will automatically load each week into whatever podcast app you're using and give us a rating and a review. That is so helpful for other people to find out about the show and it lets me know what you think of the show. I can't wait to hear from you. Well, I hope that you have a wonderful Mother's Day weekend. Happy Mother's Day again to all the moms out there. And I hope that you are encouraged to follow your dreams and be passionate about what you love and remember to give God your best. One case no one's told you today, let me be the first to remind you that God loves you so much. Thanks for listening. 